0: don't forget to add the two-on-one podcast in the How Did You Hear About Podgo section of your application. Now get ready for the rest of the episode.
1: Lads, we are back. We are back. Whoa, we need <laughs> more energy to start the show. Oh, no, uh, never happened. Listen,
0: I'm just doing it on purpose now. Why? Well, because last episode you said you said, oh, we need more energy. And then I tried giving more energy, but it was too late.
1: But then what if somebody clicks on they're like, oh two in one podcast, oh, that's here we go. That's true. They just that's true. Okay, in.
0: okay. You're right. You're right. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. No, they'll go right. for this banter. So You're absolutely you know, right.
1: Banter. Yeah. Uh to start off, guys, before we talk about the hockey, you know, the thing that people are here for. The British man, Lewis Hamilton, he wins the Belgian Grand Prix.
0: What it a surprise. I could I could have guessed that one.
1: Yeah. Man, it was... Uh... Daniel, did you catch the race? I no. did.
2: I had it a bit in the background before I had to head out, but you know, I was looking at it for a bit. You
0: had it on while you were building your Lego Batman, right?
2: Yeah, while I was driving. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: You were driving the Batmobile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Daniel signal was on in the
2: background. Oh. Yeah, it only comes out in the daytime.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what, <laughs> I'm getting a little bored of, of the same three guys on the podium every week. I won't lie. I'm still enjoying Formula one but I'm getting a little annoyed. Just, just It just being a rotating door, most of the time, Lewis at first, and then you swap out Valtteri and Max. It's getting a little frustrating. I thought you were oh, going to
2: no. say I'm tired of the same three guys on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you want time to change it up.
1: <laughs> no, I was not going to say that. Sorry, Daniel, you're cut.
2: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I've been regulated back to like –
1: Back to part time.
2: Yeah, Steve I'm Stimmons sorry. doing anything. you a Pierre Gasly me?
1: <laughs> oh, I wouldn't. Do that. Oh, I wouldn't oh. give you a vote Ouch. of confidence a Ouch. to show you Ouch. Ouch. Hey, but he's had a great. He was driver of the day today. He's had a really good year, despite That's you know, wrong. There's been like he hasn't had like he's rebounded so well because he's had a really rough year, like on and off the racing track. Because of course, like last week he got burglarized in his house in Normandy. Jesus. And more serious, I think we should take a second and mention this. Um, in Spa last year, of course, the Formula 2 driver, Antoine Hubert, lost his life in just a freak accident. Um, and, of course, now for Spa, it's celebrated as they race for Antoine. He was a very good friend of Pierre Gasly, and I think Charles Leclerc as well, because they were all in Formula 2 together. I'm not sure if he was close with Esteban Ocon, but um, what a performance. Gasly driver of the day. You know he did that one for Antoine. That was really nice to see you guys. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, as well, we should not mention the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Oh, it's there are just some things you see and that you just, you feel it. You feel yeah. it. And uh, it was I think the announcement, like the tweet that you know was was put out about his death, became the most liked tweet of all time. Apparently, yeah. I think the one before that was like a Barack Obama one about unity. So we just show, it was just shows, you know, how much everyone loved this guy, guys. I didn't.
0: Yeah, it was crazy to see, because I got the I got the notification. I just happened to <clears throat> open my phone, and uh, the CBC News um, notification popped up, and I'm like, like I did a double take because mm-hmm. it didn't, it didn't, uh, it didn't seem. If you know what it felt like, it felt like the exact time. In back in January or February When Kobe, when Kobe died mm-hmm. It felt the exact same way
1: Yeah, so he passed away from colon cancer Apparently he had it since 2016 Which then everyone starts thinking, Daniel Oh my god, he filmed all these movies While having it And then he passes away at, at the age of 43 By the way, I did not think he was that like that's young but i didn't even think he was in his 40s the guy looked mm. fantastic
2: yeah yeah so for me i was like i don't know that really shocked me like i when i consider like who is like the act like the actors and actresses in their prime like you think about chad Boseman about what he's been able to do the last four years with the amount of um roles he's had and like for me like it's crazy he like jackie robinson day that's the day he also died, where he played Jackie Robinson in '42, like that was my introduction to uh, Chadwick Boseman years ago when I mm-hmm. watched that movie, and it just, it's it's a weird alignment, but at the same time too, it just it's still like pretty like tragic. I, I did not know how how like the, the extent of his illness.
1: Mm-hmm. I, don't I don't think know it was already did.
2: in stage three. Yeah, mm-hmm. really you really kept that like under wraps.
1: I saw a tweet saying it was really nice that the estate of Chadwick Boseman you know it had the privacy because of this you remember the stuff about TMZ with with Kobe mm-hmm. and that um but you mentioned there Daniel 42 probably his most famous work was his Black Panther um but man just a loved guy a fantastic actor rest in peace and best our our condolences to the family of Jabba Boseman yeah. it was really nice to see at qualifying we got pole position as long as as well as when he won the race today that Lewis Hamilton did the, you know, the Wakanda forever for, for Chapwick. and I think he, he dedicated his pole position to him as well, guys, though um, I won't lie to you. I thought I was pretty scared to do the show today because we didn't have a lot because we did our emergency episode the other day talking about Black Lives Matter and the, the boycotting sports, and I was thinking, man, we're not going to have a lot for today. Uh, luckily, oh, Elliot Friedman and Chris Johnson came through. headlines yesterday. So a little later on, we're going to just do a whole deep dive in that entire segment. Thank you. You two. We love you so much. Friends of the show. Friends of the show. show. We did see them. them. Still working on the bingo card. Okay. So one of you put the NHL hashtag hashtag boycott NHL. I did. Alex, I put this into Twitter and like the first things that came up were very much the normal, Reaction that some people have unfortunately been having. about. I the- just
0: wanted to say one thing. So mm-hmm. Andre, you guys can obviously go after me. Mm-hmm. Do you know like the pro in this case scenario and making the sport more diverse, the pros so outweigh the cons. And I'm pretty sure I brought this up last episode. If not, I'm going to bring it up again. The NHL has lost a generation of fans, whether you like it or not. Did I bring this up last episode?
1: Um, did I? Um, I asked. You didn't say that I asked, exactly, but you made the yeah. point. Of and like, I and I asked yeah. you
0: guys. I asked you guys how many pure hockey fans you know. Did I? Did, yes. did I do that? Mm-hmm, okay. Yeah. So you know, like most of us didn't have many of them, if anything. And I think Daniel made the made the point that a lot of a lot of them are basketball fans. Like basketball was able to draw in the crowd that hockey failed to to. Dry in. And by making it more diverse, listen, Canada and the U S over the years have become more multicultural, right? So by making the sport more diverse, you're bringing in the crowd, the new crowd, like our generation. So that's the pro. So more money. Let's think about it from the NHL's perspective where all they care about is money, which listen, that's, that's what it is at the end of the day. <clears throat> the more fans you bring in, the more money you get, right? HRR yeah. ends up going up. Okay, what are the cons? You lose the you lose the the forty five year old
2: gatekeepers,
0: the guys who the guys who want hockey the old way, and have no no they want no change. That's who you're losing, and and listen, I'm not calling out like there's. I'm not calling out the guys on TV like Burke and those guys because if you listen to how Burke talks, he knows there's change. He's fine with little, like he's fine with some parts of change, but he still likes very like he likes aspects of the old game, which isn't which is okay. But when you're like, let's boycott the NHL. Okay, go. I I think I put this sweet out. Go, man. Leave. Because this isn't the first time people have done things like this. Like I think I said the, this about the NBA. Like they're empty threats. No one no one's going to take you seriously if you mm-hmm. if you keep saying I'm going to boycott I'm going to boycott I'm going to boycott the NHL and you don't do it. So do it. Don't watch the game. I don't care. They don't care. We don't care. They don't care. Okay?
1: Go, go, Daniel.
2: I agree, Alex. Um, I think that, and you know, this is completely based on like personal experience. But what I kind of felt is like that lack of accessibility when it comes to being an NHL fan. Like, I remember talking to a lot of friends where you know they have the familiarity where it's like, you know, I'll just pick up a basketball or you know, I'll be a fan or the way that like things are kind of advertised towards them. like, you know, like I've, I don't know about you guys, but for me, like the Raptors just seem so welcoming <laughs> sometimes with their promotions or how like, you know, the language is kind of used in certain like promotions, you know, in a, in a, a lot of like, you know, television um, spots that they have, you know, like even when they like talk about like, you know, our fans, this is the fans. I think for hockey, we kind of had a bit of a relaxed kind of approach to it where it's like this is Canada so this is Canada's sport but then you leave it at you leave it there saying you know this is part of our national identity but at the same time too you know we're gonna just leave it there and not look at any efforts towards growing it anywhere else and I think that that's a disservice to it because that doesn't really represent what it means to be Canadian because what Alex said like you know maybe in that stereotypical thing we had that 45 year old or 45 plus uh fan saying like you know i'm the hockey fan but like you know why can't we change that image as well
1: yeah
0: the guy with the sunglasses yeah, yeah. with the selfie <laughs> with the crunch with the crunch <laughs> yeah
1: yeah um you talk about the raptors there's a tweet from sit six zero saying raptors 2020 Masai and mls exposed a racist security guard Uh, Fred Van Vliet and Norman Powell were some of the most influential public voices ahead of the boycott. Nick Nurse is trying to get Americans living in Canada to vote November 3rd. Uh, What a team. And I don't think there's been – it's weird. And this isn't like – I'm not making fun of Nick Nurse. But it's just – it's so weird as a hockey fan. And maybe this is in comparison to Elaine Vigneault, which we can talk about because he did release a statement. But it was it's it was so weird to me to be like a coach supporting real change. This is so refreshing. Mm-hmm. He's a half decent person. It's you know it's the change you want to see. And I was looking up the boycott NHL hashtag just to see some of the stuff. And you know you see stuff like the NHL supports Black Lives Matter looting and burning your communities. Hashtag boycott NHL. And I don't think I need to tell you what this person's username is because it has the president's in it. Um, his oh, name it's isn't.
0: not Jimmy58601532791864? Um,
1: no, but, you know. Um, <laughs> sorry. And, and then, you like, there's another one talking about how the NHL – and we, we made it very cool last week. We didn't want to say, you know, how the Hockey Diversity Alliance were asking the NHL for changes. There's this headline that's like, from the post millennial saying NHL player group demands league pay hundred million dollars. Um, demands. Right?
0: Capital D. Yeah.
1: No, um, they didn't capitalize it, but then like somebody retweets this and says what precious little porcelain dolls. These allegedly grown men are. It's like, they just, Here. these people don't seem to understand the message and it's uh, so frustrating.
0: I'll make it clear. I'll make it extremely clear for people. I'll make it extremely clear. Clear let let's break this down let's let not let's look at it from an economic basis because that's that's the easiest way to to explain it
1: mm-hmm.
0: when the major league soccer the m l s is almost as popular as the n h l that's an issue the n h l is number one the number the number one Hockey league in the world, no question. I don't think any any of us would debate that. Correct?
1: Yeah.
0: No. I don't think the MLS is top ten in soccer leagues in
1: the world. <laughs> Their headline over the past few years is bringing Wayne rudy in, like way past the twilight of his career. I'm the biggest, the, yeah. The
0: biggest news was it's a bloody big deal. When they brought Jermaine Defoe to Toronto. That's what the big deal was. I don't Are you kidding thing. me? Okay, like that. Just let that sink in. If you're listening, and like, let that sink in. That mm-hmm. The MLS is almost as popular as the NHL in the United States. <laughs> okay. Let that
2: sink in. I didn't even know that.
1: You, you guys remember fact. The, when Toronto FC won their parade? And how just kind of lackluster it really was.
2: Yeah, I, w- I went to it. It's pretty small. <sighs> I'm not even a soccer fan.
1: And that is that all, was fun. For, all that needs to be said. Uh, all right, we'll focus some time on everything from uh, Sportsnet. Hockey Night in Canada, sorry, his headline segment last night. Friedman, Johnson, you love to see it. Um, first off, what I want to ask you guys about is this. Um, so while we're still on um, everything here, Dale Talon, who was recently, you know, let go by the Florida Panthers, allegedly was making racist remarks while his team was in the bubble for the Panthers. Very short stay in the bubble, I may add. Um, And apparently some teams were consulting him or thinking about him for a consulting job, but that is obviously on hold, guys. And um, I guess nothing has been confirmed yet. It's all alleged the NHL is doing an investigation on it. Believe the only thing we've really heard so far from Talon is him saying, "I'm not a racist," um, but it's not a good look for another sort of uh,
0: two hundred hockey men. Just sort of saying, just saying, yeah. two hundred hockey men.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, yeah. Oh, go Daniel, on. go! Don't, Daniel, okay. go.
2: Um, you know, it's just kind of like you know, you know, the whole thing was like you're letting the door hit you on the way out. Uh, I just kind of see it this way that you know, you kind of have to. Just say like just see like what, what's going on with that, like with this whole situation. Like we don't have the specifics now, but it's just another episode in the Dale Talent saga in Florida. That you know, from like a fan perspective, like the things haven't gone well with like the trades with the signings, and then now something like this kinda comes up and now there's another investigation. What I kinda see with this now is it's gonna be like I'm I'm not even like gonna even base this on like the, the Twitter responses, but it's gonna be another thing like the Bill Peters and you like, you know, it's in the past, why can't you just let it go? And if if that's the situation, I think it's another opportunity for the NHL to say, like, no, we're gonna kinda step in, really have a thorough investigation and you know, we're gonna handle this the right way. And I think it's on them now.
0: Oh absolutely and if you want to use the it's in the past let it go that's fine but then he doesn't get another job in the nhl it's it's that it's that simple
1: i don't even think we need to give attention to that because it's not in the past it was like two months
0: yeah not even even. so okay um if it's true it's not good at all obviously if I mean, I guess we have to wait and find out what the investigate, like what the results of the investigation. I think the bigger issue with what happened is his ignorance to the whole Matt Dumba thing. Did you read what he said in his statements that he didn't know, uh, he didn't hear his speech, he didn't know Matt Dumba uh, was he's half black, right,
2: Daniel? He's half Filipino, so he's half Asian.
0: Yeah, said, I didn't
1: know that, and he's like, "It was a no,
0: whole- yeah, let's go. Yeah, I'll pull up his thing.
1: Yeah, to do the full thing for context on that. Yeah, uh, and why? Why you are? I want to see this, Daniel, um, because you know there were some, unfortunately, some some more investigations this this year. There was the Bill Peter stuff, um, and this it wasn't a racial thing. But then there was also the very lengthy investigation the Coyotes. Um, And we talked about that a few episodes ago. Like how much pressure and do you think how diligent of an effort will the league do? How fast are they going to be on this specific matter? Considering everything that has happened, not just the past few months, but the past few like week two, especially. Okay.
2: um, I think it's like a mix of two things where it's what Alex talked about with wanting to grow the game, you know, and in its current state, the amount of problems that are kind of kind of coming up right now, and the NHL is being kind of slow in the past, and you know, right now with trying to figure things out, it's not a good look. It's really not a good look. Um, th- from what I want them to do and what they should do, I think they should be more swift with things. But with my with that, I think that analogy of the passport. I used it last episode, it's going to be like that where, you know, maybe something, will, something is going to come out eventually, but it's going to really lag behind, and it's, it's something that you don't want to see.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have it up now, Alex?
2: Sorry, I just got to... Fu- no, not yet.
1: Okay. Um, he, he, here's, here's one, uh, somebody else I want to ask you, Daniel. While we're filling time here, have you ever heard the Belgium national anthem? It is wonderful. I just want to point out. Like, because we were talking about the Belgium Grand Prix, right? And like, you yes. have national anthems beforehand.
2: It's a weird transition, by the way.
1: And I was like, wow, this is wicked. Um, yeah. Well, because the other stuff I have in the show is pure hockey, and I don't want to get into that. Yet. Okay. But man, um, what do so to here's
2: to what Belgium. it says. Here's what okay. it says. So, sorry, sorry. No problem. I was um, going to say the Toulon podcast goes to Belgium 2021. Uh, no, but you know, wait for another time for
0: that uh, talent. So this is uh, from FloridaHockeyNow.com. now.com talent said, if anything racial was said by him, quote, I don't recall it. I don't remember it. I don't ever use the word. They said, I said something after Dumba speech and I don't even remember seeing Dumba speech. Uh, I didn't know Dumbo is black. I've only ever seen him as a hockey player. I did not know he was of color. That's all I can say. I need to find out what is
2: uh, going on. Yeah, his like mom is full Filipino, and he's okay. not black.
1: I didn't know he was black yeah. when he's Asian.
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: <sighs> okay. Um, I mean, it's
0: just pure ignorance, I guess.
1: Yeah. Um...
0: Yeah. Like it, was, it, soo- it, it sounds almost identical
2: to what Alan Vigneault said. Yeah, it's like, oh, I didn't know what's going on. You know, they, the NHL response to things. We didn't know what was going on.
1: You we were focusing on the game. Yeah. Would we like to stop on the Vigneault stuff and talk about that for a second? Because he did respond. Um, sure. What did you guys make? Because it was, it was instead to me more feeling like an apology and, and, and like acknowledging, I'm going to do better here. Like the first half of the whole statement was like him almost explaining his work day. It's like giving an alibi to the police. It's like, well, this time to this time, I was doing my morning prep. And, blah, 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 blah. and I'm going to repeat something I said last episode. Elaine, again, Elaine. This is more than, like, goes back to more than just, like, everything this past week. And, um, like, this goes back to George Floyd stuff before the bubble came in. So I still don't get what he's quite, like, just admit you messed up, dude. Stop. And then he didn't even take any questions, which uh, is so gutless to me.
0: Listen, uh, this is clearly... P, it it feels like PR went up to him and said, "Hey, you have to apologize," and that's what happened.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like that. You had to just give out the statement, but you know, it's like you don't really mean it in a way, or it's just kind of like you have to. The way you know, described how he just set his day in motions, going, "You know, this is what I did." It was just kind of like he sets himself in a place where he's three. I guess he assumes is like I I was here and this was going on, so you know, I clearly could not have known that that was an issue
1: it was legit i i just i i cannot believe this man i can't especially when you hear about how like ryan ryan reeves was talking to scott Elk last night he's like oh you know why yeah we were trying to figure all this out playing or not asking these questions talking about how we spend the hour in the early morning talking to mark andre flurry about stuff and then like how all the Canucks and that reached out to him the next morning and you think, Man, Elaine, you are just dropping the ball here because man, there is just there is zero excuse. It is impossible for me to believe that you did not know about this, that you don't know what's going on. And even if you, you aren't, man, there, there's a responsibility for people that I think they need to stay informed of what's happening in the world. And I you I don't wanna buy the whole I'm not political like it's just it's more than that, it's just this is life period. Dude, pick it up. Mm. You're an NHL coach. You, you're you an influencer to, in, in a certain respect here. Yeah. You, come on, dude. Seriously? And, like, I, I've already been, like, kind of disappointed in the East compared to the West about, like, that press conference where we you saw all the Western teams, every player in the East was just kind of like, oh, hey, here are, like, our captains. And James Henry was like, <laughs> <you know.
0: laughs> like um, Kevin Shadkirk. Mm. And...
1: Shev- yeah, but at least like Shattenkirk reached out. Yeah, he and,
2: said something.
1: Anders Lee was like, "Yeah, great." Anders Lee's here.
2: John Tavares is yeah. a better captain.
1: Well, Anders Lee has actually <laughs> led them to a playoff round win. Okay. Well, Tavares <laughs> did that too. He did. He did that against <laughs> the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers. But I mean, won a playoff series in Toronto. You've all heard the jokes before. Um, no,
2: I haven't. I haven't Thank yeah. you. Sorry. I, I, I yeah.
1: Right. Okay. <laughs> Um, so we'll move on to like some, to to some hockey news here.
0: Uh, can I just bring something up quickly? No, there okay. is there's six people in our document right now.
1: Oh no, that was me. I was opening tab. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: I just wanted to bring it up on the podcast.
1: actually. An anonymous panda, an anonymous ad- alligator. Older. Mike, is
2: that you? Um, Mike, is that you, e. Harman Dial?
1: <laughs> Did we share it with him?
2: Did we? No, we didn't. We just talked about the, the Canucks. I think.
1: Do you imagine if he put in – because I was putting, like, as while I was watching headlines, I was putting in the notes in, and, like, there was one part that for some reason is now highlighted in the Google Doc. It was – the spelling was bad because I was just trying to rush down some stuff about Frederick Anderson. Was while stupid. we're there, though, um, Frederick Anderson, we talked a bit about how the Leafs and uh, they're doing some moves. I think James Myrtle especially he was talking about some players. Freddie was among them, but um, –
0: is is that it- – is that the guy who just steals quotes?
1: Is that James Hurl? <laughs> I think so. I, I think mean, so.
2: <laughs> he was accused of, yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs> it?
2: He doesn't I mean, even ask questions. <laughs> no, like he was accusing about at the practice.
1: Okay. Um, so, La Friedman said, you know, this is his understanding. Very carefully chosen words from Fridge. The least, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to paraphrase as best as possible here. The Leafs are not trading Frederick Anderson for the sake of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it looks like they will look at the free agent market for goalies because this year, I think, is the best it's been for a while and then make a decision from there. So what you can kind of assume is I think uh, probably the two biggest goalies available, I would say, are Braden Holtby and Robin Leonard, in my opinion. No, Um, and maybe Hmm?
0: Marshburn is, is bigger. If he hits the open market, he's bi- he should be bigger than Holby. Well, Holby won a cup. Congratulations, Holby's looked garbage since he was won a cup. Like he has not looked good.
2: He, like, he, has he hasn't been great in Holby good. since
1: 2018. Ah, the Capitals are bad.
2: Really?
0: That's that's. <laughs> the, do you
2: remember that playoff run? He didn't. It wasn't even the. It was Philip Grubauer who started.
1: Yeah, for six games and hopefully – do uh, we want to talk about this? Okay, season. okay. Talk in the finals? I will talk about the – Okay, okay. Anyway, the reason I don't bring up Mark is because I'm convinced the Canucks are going to try and reset. Oh. Ty Tyler, yeah. I Tyler to – don't need you anymore. Uh, Jamie – Jordy Ben either. Sorry. Jamie plays for Dallas. Anyway, so what you can kind of maybe see in this scenario is you see a team that's gone over, maybe they swing and a miss – on oh, Robin Leonard, they swing the miss Crawford, Hopi. If Markstrom is there, whatever. Thomas Grice, Frederick Anderson makes five million dollars. He'll have another, he'll have one year left on his deal by the time free agency comes around. You could get a pretty penny for a pretty good goaltender, but you're left at a very affordable price, Alex.
0: Not if you have two goalies. What do you mean? If you go out in free agency and sign. You you know you're gonna sign Leonard or whoever, you it, it, you lose some of the leverage because you're now you have five million dollars in Anderson. Okay, and let let's use Leonard as an example because he's the. Uh, let's just use Leonard. Like how what what size contract does Leonard get? How's in terms of dollars,
1: six? six
2: six point five. Okay, so you have over five years. Like okay, so let's just but let's just annual. use
0: let's just use six point five because you have five million dollars tied up with Anderson and you have six and a half tied up with Robin Leonard. And that's and you're already spending forty million dollars on four forwards. So if you go out there and say, Hey, we'll trade you Frederick Anderson, uh all the teams know you need to get rid of Frederick Anderson. Every all thirty NHL teams. Now I'm not saying you lose all the leverage because like you said, Frederick Anderson's a good goalie. Uh, he's on it he ha- he's pretty much needs to he doesn't need to prove, but if he has an off year, it it's it really doesn't do him any good. So he's gonna prove why he's gonna make the big bucks next summer. But Toronto already has another goalie
1: um, Campbell.
0: No, Robin Leonard. I'm saying if they go out and sign. Have you not been listening to what I'm saying?
1: No, 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 because, had, no, no, no because well, the situation I'm putting here is if a team goes out and if let's say Carolina swings and misses, they don't get Leonard. They need a goalie. Then the okay. Leafs can be like, if they need the decision they can get all the assets in the world, can they go to Carolina and I don't get the goalie? To lose the leverage because Carolina need a goalie. Absol-
0: absolutely not. Yeah, if they don't have another goalie, there's they have not lost the leverage. As no, soon as what, you get it
1: asking a, you to talk about that. Not like the leave they're not gonna lose leverage in the Okay.
0: Situation so what's that. the point of trading okay, you trade Freddie, then what? Uh, I, Nothing. Just, you have Jack Campbell and nobody. Sorry, Joseph Wall did not like did not have a good AHL year. I still little, don't know what Ian Scott star is. Ian Scott, I don't know like what I, yeah. What yeah. World Junior, I'm using World Junior to base my analysis on Joseph Wall. <laughs> Great. Ian Scott has, was injured last year, did not play in the – Did not, I don't even think he played a game. So you're going to have 1A, one 1B. One like you're going to go out and sign a Houdoman. You're going to go out and sign who to this, this 1B with Jack Campbell.
2: Okay, this is my – Because then – Yeah.
0: So because – Quickly, Because then that just sounds like you're trading Freddie for the sake of it. If you don't have a backup plan, why am I trading Freddie? Mm
2: -hmm. Here's my backup plan. (laughs) So this has happened before. This was a while ago. So this is when Marty Turco was on an expiring deal, the same as this was in 2009, similar deal to Frederick Anderson for the cap and, the Stars realized we're not going to re-sign this guy anymore, but he might be pretty useful for a playoff run if he had two goalies. So, But they knew that he, they got his replacement already, so they got Kerry Lettman in from the Atlanta Thrashers when he was a bit younger. so, before, yeah, so
1: injuries? Like,
2: yeah, before the heroin injuries, when he was actually pretty solid. And... It's a situation where I see the Leafs could be in, and I think of the Pittsburgh Penguins in a way because like, I am such a huge fan of Tristan Jari. I know that they want to keep him, the Penguins, but at the same time, too, it's like a Luongo-Schneider situation where what can you actually move at this time? And if the Leafs could actually swing something for Jari, which I know it's going to kind of cost them quite a bit, and I know that they're in a win-now situation, like I'm looking at, I don't know, Figuring out how can you give Andres Johnson and something to Pittsburgh for that? For, I don't know.
0: Jar- I don't think they're Jar- even talking about moving Jar. Everything I've read up until this point is Matt Murray's all but gone.
2: Yeah. Well, we said we heard that about Luongo. Remember, I know different contracts. Yeah, but because Luongo contract, like
0: he said, my contract sucks. Yeah. Right.
1: You also worry about, like, I, th- I think the one reason they may want to, like, get away from Murray, besides the obvious reason that Murray's not good, yeah. um, is, like, his qualifying offer apparently is, like, six mil. And I'm pretty sure he does indeed have arbitration rights. So that is not I, – uh, I think if, if you want Tristan Jari, Daniel, I think it's going to cost you a lot. I think that's going to cost you a lot. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Well, let's look at this because – the Leafs are clearing space because they need to. Um, they do need to address the space of, like, who is going to be, like, in their, who is going to be that other right-handed guy to play with Morgan Riley because you can't, you can't bring CC back. You can't do that, especially if he wants a raise. Um,
0: screw that guy if he wants no, a raise, what you honestly. What you screw that guy.
1: Um, who's his I mean, agent? Makes, <laughs> who's his agent? I mean, it makes sense for him to try. Because again, you, you, we, okay, anyway, I anyway.
2: guess,
1: yeah, yeah. Because he's like, you don't have anyone. I play top four minutes. Give me money. I but, was if he
2: like does that thing, like he doesn't sign for much, but like for some reason he's coming back on like a one year deals. Anyway,
1: anyway, 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 anyway. Um, and, and I think and Dubis said himself that they want to have some flexibility going into the season because, of course, he want root. Yeah. Be able to make the...
0: Isn't it like $2 million at the start of the season it ends up being like $10 million by the trade deadline because of some stupid math?
1: Some shenanigans. I don't know what it is. But yeah, they're, they're, that room will translate to something throughout the year. Um, forget about escrow. I need someone to explain that stuff to me. But the problem is, guys, and I'm getting so sick of seeing this, you already have – everyone knows the four-player $40 million stuff, Okay. Why in the world would, A, you sign Petrangelo, and then all that money would be gone, so now, not only have you shedded the salaries and lost the talents of Johnson and Kapanen, to bring in an, arguably the best defenseman in the league and Alex Petrangelo, him or Hedman, you okay, will let you know. A, he has to leave the place where he's won a cup and played his entire career, that he's the captain of. He'll have to come here, and then all of a sudden, there is no more cap space for you to adjust your depth. And you need. That's yeah, not depth. happening.
2: That's like a John Tavera situation all over again. What do you mean? Like, you know, longtime captain comes home.
0: Yeah, but the, let's I. Let's figure think, things out. I think the difference, the, 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 there's a couple differences in Same the situation. Forward. Yeah. Number one, like, there's an actual organization behind him, not what the New York Islanders were when John Tavares left. Mm -hmm. Um, Number two, there was more cap space to move around with the Leafs. Like you, right? Like that's just that's just a fact. Um, And number three, there was even throughout the year there were it just felt like there were inklings of. Guy saying, "Oh, he wants to come home. Oh, there's the like he wants to come and play for the Leafs." Whereas with Petrangelo and this is like the last thing on the list of of reasons why he's not coming to Toronto. Like, I I think the cap space is obvious. Like, I don't. This is such a like I understand why you brought it up. I just there's I we we <laughs> we can have this discussion every week if we really wanted to. No, no, but, this is the one and done. Right? Yeah. Like cap space is the obvious <laughs> issue. Um, but he just It doesn't There's no like Oh he wants to come home To like he's not going to take If someone offers him more It Like he's not going to come to Toronto Take less to come to Toronto Like there's just no mm-hmm. Sentiment there to play in Toronto Which is fine Like I, I guarantee you There's a large group of players That don't want to come play in Toronto Who were born in Toronto
1: If everyone who is from the GTA Wanted to come home, then every most of the league would be a leaf because most of the damn sport produces athletes from Canada, especially Ontario.
2: Fun fact when Eric Lindros didn't want to play for the Quebec Nordiques, his first request was to play for the Leafs, but they refused to trade for them. Really, yes,
1: I didn't know that
2: because he and then that's why, like, later in his career, he signed with the Leafs for like barely anything because like he just wanted the chance to play for them.
1: Hey, good for him. One of the greatest players to have your career shortened by
2: injury. Mm-hmm.
1: I don't like him, though, no, because, man, you would have won with, uh, with Quebec, but don't mind me.
0: Well, it was the owner, so you can blame the owner of Quebec.
1: I, it was his parents. Pardon? It was his parents. Let's stop it, that.
0: He literally said it. There's was, there was interviews with him saying he did not want to play for that owner.
1: Oh, no, I've seen it, yeah.
0: Okay, so you're just choosing to ignore it. Yeah. That sounds like Twitter. Yeah, well ignore the facts I'm ignore happy. what he says yeah
1: i'm not i'm canceled Cancelled. but man I, like i like the idea of having a national anthem played before a game like it just gets me hyped up like the players but at this point that's just, the only
0: good thing that's Just the so only people
1: shut up about it i'm saying man just can it or play Bell belgium because it's really catchy
0: that's the only good thing about it, it gets gets you hyped up
1: no, you know what? And it's like the Star Spangled oh, Banner takes we're gonna, so long. We're
2: gonna, okay, we're going to go into this. <laughs> no, no, it
1: does. It's, it's, it's not a good, it's a good of... song. Like, it's a good anthem. It's, yeah, it's so great. long. Yeah. Would you
2: play it on the
0: radio, though?
1: No. no. I would not play the Star Spangled Banner on the radio. Like, everyone tries to either just stretch it out and be grandiose, or they try and do a different take. Like, Fergie at the NBA All-Star Game. Those a joke.
0: Yeah, that was bad. Even uh, the players do that was Yeah, bad. they were like all looking at each other. They were all laughing. <laughs> what the hell is this?
1: Is, is it me or does it feel like they put so much emphasis into the American one that like sometimes they don't even know how the Canadian one actually go like I was listening to Colorados and that guy just did doesn't know how the song those the lyrics obviously just doesn't know like the tempo, the way the song goes. It's so sure. annoying. Like, it's not hard. It's a national anthem. Does it
2: make you feel patriotic when they they don't look at the tone?
1: Oh, yeah, because somehow wanting everyone to be treated right is is disrespectful to your nation. Shut up. Cancelled. Losers. Just, it's not hard. Just be good people. Uh, get everyone fairly. Yeah, no, but there's
0: no issue. There's no issue. There's clearly no issue,
1: right? Yeah, him, there's clearly, yeah. it's clearly no issue. This sport is, is, is difficult. Uh, All right. Um, we talked a little bit earlier about Dave Talon and that. We talked it, about the Yotes yeah. recently. Uh, both teams are looking for new general managers. <sighs> I they currently have young Sullivan as their interim GM. Apparently, he will be getting a look in that search. Um, but then the Panthers and the Yotes are also looking at the same people. Now, there were other names talked about, like Eddie Olchuk, Peter Shirelli, but these are just the names that um, CJ and Elliot talked about. There's, There's actually other-
2: one I want to talk about, if that's okay. Yeah. I just want to see Alex's reaction. Okay. I swear if it's Peter Shirelli, I'm no. gonna lose it. You know who else is in this pool now, Alex? Oh, I have a – John Ferguson oh, Jr. Eh, yes, eh, he is being contacted eh, for this what position. A
0: blow. Yeah,
2: okay. Yeah. Do you remember that guy? I don't know just for Yeah I do I don't know Yeah we just like We'll just like Think about him for a bit Like No They're, How they're willing to them give him Another general manager position. What's he
0: doing now? What is he possibly He's a uh,
2: director now? of scouting Or something With the uh, Boston Bruins yeah.
0: Well he didn't do a good job Scouting Tuka Rask That's Or, or mm. Justin Pogie Apparently So
2: Director of scouting My ass
1: can we talk about the team this segment's about, please? Yeah. Well, Daniel brought it up.
2: Oh, I, like that he is me. one of the names considered for <laughs> –
1: Anyway, but the names that Friedman and Johnson talked were obviously Armstrong, Weeks, which we've, we've talked about, and another one, which I'm surprised more people weren't talking about, um, that was obviously going to be a candidate, Mike Fuda, formerly of the LA Kings, lads. Um,
2: Friend of the show. You know, the, amount of times <laughs> we've met, the amount of times we've actually mentioned that guy. Or maybe he should
0: just get a job as a GM. Maybe someone should do it.
1: Yeah, those losers, he's good at his job. Um, I was gonna ask you guys who do you think the best tire is, but I think we can agree it's Peter.
0: No, it's what Peter sure
1: Old Chuck name going around. What's what's what?
0: Well that's been this isn't the yeah. first time. Like I think he they also the the first time that his name has been brought up. I
2: believe the New Jersey one it brought up during New Jersey too. Uh, before what? we move forward, my source for the John Ferguson Jr. mention is Darren Hartwell at NBC Sports Boston. No, of course. All right, of course. Just you know, clarifying my attribution, I, I, my I, my journalistic uh, integrity. Okay, thank you, Daniel. <laughs>
0: um, yeah, I think it's obvious the best choice there is Mike Fuda
1: I hope so. I mean, like, I just don't know how you look at a broadcaster and you're like, yo, this guy, especially like Olchuk, he's been doing, like, I know Olchuk less as a player and more as the voice of the NHL games for a while. I
2: remember he was coach of the Penguins. That's how I remember him. That was like a while ago, by the way. That was when like Marc-Andre Fleury was like a 19-year-old starter.
1: just look at Eddie Olchuk. And let's just look at his coaching numbers in Hockey DB because I bet they're like, he was a good player.
2: It was before before Michelle Terrien, I think, became coach of the Penguins.
1: He was coach for about a season and a little bit. And yeah, he was replaced midseason in 06. That might have been Terrien, yeah. And he missed the playoffs in 2003 2004 with a record of 23, 47, and 8.
2: Weren't they bad, though? Yeah, that was when I became a Penguins fan and they got Marco J. Fleury first overall.
1: They didn't even like... Brent, like He was gone. And I'm assuming that's when he started in
0: Um Should we talk about the big name for both teams? Shirelli? hmm mm-hmm. <laughs> I know they didn't bring it up last night, but it, we all know the league's pushing for Shirelli they to go back. to Arizona or get a job. And then here I have, according to the New York Post... Uh, that Peter Shirelli is, are, is among the finalists in consideration for the Florida Panthers GM role.
1: Huber, though, would look fantastic on the Habs, wouldn't he? I think Ekblad would be a good leaf. I think you'd do a solid deal with, um, I was going to say, um, David Clarkson, but that deal is finally done, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I can't wait if that happens. Excuse- are they
0: just trying? Sorry, go, Adam.
1: No, 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 no. I was, done. It was just That would be great. I want it.
0: Are they trying to move a team? Like, is this what you want? Like, Arizona and Florida barely get fans to begin – to get fans to get go into the game to begin with.
2: Did you want to make it worse? He's going to do, I think, uh, yeah, the tinkering. I don't know. I think – this is pretty funny we're bringing it up. I don't know why, how I stumbled upon this, but for some reason, like, a few days ago, I was looking at the Griffin Reinhardt. Trade oh. during the 2015 draft, and oh. even then, I remember God. first seeing that. Even then, I was like, "What are they doing?"
1: It's, Peter Shirelli's time as a general manager—he was the man who nearly just kind of screwed up the Boston Bruins, and then he set the. I was going to say he set the Oilers back a couple of years, but no, they never. Decades. Really got off the ground. No, no, not decade. They were bad forever. You just. Somehow made it worse when they had the best player in the world, yeah,
2: yeah, exactly, yeah.
1: Read the book. It's like
2: i like i I think like a lot of people look at the credit he gets for building the two thousand eleven Bruins, but you have to also remember like how long ago that was not in terms of years but in terms of i guess era and approach the the team was built, like I was looking at that roster again and like. You know, like, people like, you know, Andrew Fair and Scott Thornton, they were still playing in, like, those crucial games for they, the Bruins.
1: They were in Game 7 overtime in the first round. Like, that, they're gone. Don't even try. I hate when people are like that. No. I mean, like, give him credit because it ruined the Canucks for a good couple of years. And, and the city
2: them. for a bit, Yeah,
1: know. <laughs> <And> That's they... <laughs> very true. He caused millions of damage. On. That's really funny. That was a good one, Daniel. Um, Last little thing from headlines is um, we'll know exactly what the situation is in regards to Calgary's head coaching job. Will Jeff Ward get the job? Uh, We'll know within the week from Elliot Friedman. Guys, would you go with Jeff Ward? Because I wouldn't.
0: No. No. There's other coaches
2: out there that you can easily go get. I think the one we haven't mentioned too much has been – it's, and it's it's still speculation now that Scott Mellenby has been interviewed for the position as well. I think, like, he's been a good hockey mind. I think – I remember – I don't like – I feel so old talking about it. I remember when he was a player and he was kind of like the quote-unquote captain for the Atlanta Thrashers when they had a young Danny Heatley and a young Ilya Kovalchuk. And, like, I remember even then people were kind of praising him to be like, you know, this guy's going to be a coach or he's going to be in a position eventually
1: – I mean, yeah. He's been with Montreal for a little while now. I think he could be, but on the coaching side, maybe you can. I think he's been more talked about the GM role. Mm-hmm. I could be wrong there. Um, how about each of you just give me a name you think that could work in Calgary? We're just going to throw Jeff Ward out the window for a second here because playing Milan Lucic after that game is ridiculous the way he did. So I'm starting with you, Alex. Who's a, who's a name? And let's take out Gerard Gallant, because it looks like he's going to Washington, and I think that's a really good...
2: Is that confirmed? That was or he's name. extending his vacation. I don't know.
1: No, but it makes a lot of sense. And I, and uh, I think it's like okay. he's got someone throw him out the window.
0: Uh, Laviolette.
1: Pete? I forgot about him. What does Pete Laviolette bring to that table, Alex? Uh,
0: a kick in the ass.
2: <laughs> Daniel... I was gonna say that. I don't know why I keep thinking Dan Bilesma because of way the the team is. I know. it's like it's the way the team is structured. Like he's kind of there's a lot of like other than Milan Lucic, like the way the team is built is they have a lot of skill in that top six, and I think his system really you know goes with that. Like he it worked with Pittsburgh. Um, he tried it in Buffalo, but you know Buffalo was Buffalo. You don't you could put anyone in there right now at that at this point, and I think it could work. Also because I was gonna say Peter La at and but Alex took it, so I had to think on my feet, okay. Yeah.
1: Fair enough. You um,
2: could have just had the same name. Uh, yeah, that's true, but you know, I wanted variety for the audience. <laughs> I wanted an off the board pick there. Oh, yeah. oh
1: that was very off the board. I didn't think Dan Posno was gonna come up. I would go with Bruce Boudreaux because yeah.
2: he's going to Toronto though.
1: Because no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> Can't find the head coaching job, which he will, because think of it like this: the Flames are notoriously crap in the playoffs; they choke. Bruce Boudreau was notorious for choking in the playoffs, so <laughs> you put that together, fireworks.
0: Well, you know what two negatives make positive.
1: Yeah, him and Johnny Boudreau holding each other in the bunker after they choke again.
0: Just saying. <laughs>
1: Johnny eating his head and cheese. It's gonna yeah.
0: Bruce's barbecue in a good steak. What do you mean, Johnny is not going to be a flame next year?
2: That's true.
1: I think you trade Monahan before Johnny. I don't think you you can't trade Johnny. I, yeah, I, I think can. you keep Monahan. I you think he's more the, valuable as a keep center.
2: center. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Keep the younger guy.
1: Put that deal. That, okay, we'll talk about that another day. We'll talk about that another day. Okay. What do we even have? I don't think we have much, to be honest with you. I think that's everything. Oh, no, we have to look at the playoffs. Crap. That is very true. Um, We may have a new segment. I don't know if I'm going to bring it up yet. Uh, we'll look at every series quickly. We've only been going for an hour, too. See, it was, it was
2: Because, bad. no, we're quick. Like, I remember uh, I, I was listening to Jeff Merrick, like, his stuff this morning. You know, this guy packs in the information in, like, 23 minutes. i like,
1: I know I'm yeah. not as good as him. I tried. It. I know. I'm just saying. I'm like
2: you know. Sometimes we don't we don't have to go three hours with Mike.
1: We don't. No. You know how many times like when he's going, I'll try and be like, and and, and, and he's just like, holy. Yeah. Son. Damn it. <laughs> um. Right. I keep forgetting the coyotes were at seeing. Oh, that's coyotes.
2: sorry. Bingo card. If you have it, you just mentioned Mike.
1: I really gotta work on that. It's just annoying to have still to waiting on
2: it. All right, it's free promos throughout the show when we bring it up. So
1: Yeah. Go check out Mike's stuff at the eye opener and everyone else. Is. Daniel will be doing stuff as well, won't you?
2: I actually um not sure at this point. I don't know if we get this like really midway through the show, but um, I might have to work at the Risonian this year, part of their masthead. So I might I think like between now and like the next three weeks is the only time like I think for this semester I could publish for the eye opener. So I'm gonna try to have one or two articles out there.
1: All right. We'll keep the listeners open on that. Ryerson. No, yes. Isn't that like the main competition?
2: It is, but, you know, you got to graduate, you know. <laughs> graduate. So I need to yeah. get that done <laughs> top with. Top. Yes.
1: You got to no, negotiate with Will. Try and get yourself a good deal. I'll represent you. Um, yeah. We need to get Will on the show. He should be on the bingo card. All right. Looking at hockey, though, we'll start in the Eastern Conference. Tampa Bay, like clock hasn't been terrible, but that second Palago last night. That was not good, and as a result, um, including you know Nick Ritchie giving the stupidest hit in this playoff so far. Um so like giving, that guy? Hey, a five-minute major, where they were able to. Um,
2: Remember when we liked him on the Ducks? Hmm? Remember when we liked him on the Ducks and you the World liked World him Juniors, on the Ducks. and then the World yeah, Juniors.
1: And that, but anyway, um, because of that, you know, Tampa Bay have a wicked win last night, and just like that, they're up three-one in this series, guys. Um, the talked- guys are winning. What was really funny, I should mention, is the last time we talked about the series, and, and credit to Alex, he brought this up in a group chat. He's like, "I thought you mentioned that all oh, these games have been really close, and then in, in game three, Tampa came out and won seven one. Man, that poor what's the backup <laughs> name for Bruins? Like it's like Vladimir or something. I and know,
2: it, yeah, he's like Latter. Norwegian.
1: Like his first decent shot against it was Braden Point undressing him. Dude, it's so bad guys. But anyway, um, the Bruins.
0: Chet the uh, from Czech Republic.
2: Oh, my apologies.
1: The best Thomas Lokanics is home country. Jaromir Jagr, never heard of you. But guys, I mean this is or it was probably somebody called something different back in his day. I don't know. Um, I guys, lock, yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. yeah. I
0: think that was it.
1: <laughs> That's insane. He's that old. Um, so guys, the Bruins are a game away from elimination. This is uh, this is nuts. To quote the general from Stalingrad when the Germans asked him to surrender, you know what his response was? What? Nuts! What? I am not kidding. Look that up. Look Stalingrad nuts up. I'm not joking. But anyway, I believe you the Bruins. Know. Thank God they're almost <laughs> almost they're almost gone.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: Alex, who wants to go first? Oh, I think yeah. it's
2: a hockey podcast. Like, are we allowed to say like we want the Bruins to lose? Like I feel yes. like Yes. Like, of course. I've oh, said that. Has Elliot Friedman come out and say ever right. say anything like that? As Dave Amber, good guy, Dave Amber.
0: Yes, he secretly said it.
2: He has okay. secretly said it.
1: even Amber's just like, I want Canada to win. And that's why we love him.
2: You know, he should be a friend of the show, too. Like, every time I watch him, like, I feel happy. Like, I feel, like, yeah. wholesome content.
0: I mean, he pretty much is a friend of the show. But we just yeah. haven't seen him yet. That's what makes you oh, no a true friend of the show. Okay. Right here, that's uh, true.
1: Speaking of, we'll go anti-Canada, and we'll go back to this series. Um, yeah,
0: um... Yeah, I guess I'll go first.
1: Right, I'll be right back. I'm just going to my fridge, like right there to get a drink.
0: All righty. Um, listen, I, I think we're uh, Boston. I don't know if you blame this on the goaltending. I, I I really do think that their defense just hasn't been up to par. Like Chara does not look like like. He doesn't look like Zidane O'Chara.
2: It looks like he's in his 40s. He
0: looks like, yeah, like he looks like he's age has caught up to this man. And it didn't seem like that was supposed to happen considering that they had four and a half months off. Um, but it has. So that's an issue. Right? It's like what do you ex- expect out of Anton Hudobin? Like you can't expect Tuukka levels of amazing. You mean Yaroslav Halak? Yaroslav Halak. What did I say?
2: You said Anton it's a Yeah.
0: It's a, Yaroslav Halak. That's what I meant. Um, like, what can you expect out of Halak? Right? Like, I, I, I'd say average, league average goaltending, or just above. Like, you can't expect Tuukka Rask level amazing.
2: I admit, I got caught up with the... I guess like his Halak's resurgence in a way that people were reminiscing about his 2010 run saying, you know, this, the, the boy's back. That was But,
1: <laughs> sorry, what but I completely
2: understand, you know, that was 2010.
1: 2010? Yeah. What year is it? 2020.
2: 2020. I know. Yes. He's 35, but 30 on the, the border of 36 right now. And, you know, the amount of time he's actually has been playing the shots he's been like, kind of facing, like, you know, that was going to, that was a damn that was going to, ex- I expected to collapse that, you know, as much as like the Bruins had been showing with a level of consistency, I think like a lot of the spots in their lineup that, you know, have kind of battled injury, you know, inconsistency, discipline, Nick Ritchie last night that, you know, these things are going to finally build up that, you know, they're not going to look like the competent team we expected the last few rounds.
1: It also doesn't help when you all of a sudden stop scoring goals. Only uh, two goals for the Bruins in the last two games. And even when they <laughs> lost game two, um, three goals is fine. So- Anders
2: Bjork's not sticking. like not, not He's not standing out like we expected him to.
0: Is he on the third or fourth
2: line now? First tall guy, he goes everywhere. I don't know.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, Pasternak... Man, that guy could not bury one Yeah, I can't tell you how many one-timers I saw from that guy that just either chest or just wide. There's just something off about the Bruins. Is
0: it just me, or does it seem like something he's not
1: 100%? Well, yeah. see, it's funny you bring that up. Because remember, the Bruins are one of the teams – and we, we recently saw St. Louis said that 20% of the squad had COVID – the Bruins were very weird where Pasternak was just missing for a while. Ca- um, yeah. Kasha was as well. Yeah, I'm not saying it's, it, it may or may not be related to COVID and you know, I, stamina, but yeah. it, it could be an injury. I don't know
0: if it's uh, – like with Pasternak, I don't think it's necessarily COVID-related because, remember, he played game one against Carolina. Mm-hmm. He, he played game one against Carolina, and then after the goal, it looked like he had hurt his hand. He was holding, I think it was his right hand. It looked like he was holding. And then he never ended up playing. Mm-hmm. He, played, he missed three or four games. And then he came back and it just doesn't seem, like it felt like something is off with, with David Pasternak. And I think like that, that, that's an issue with, 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 with Boston. Like, yes, they get scoring from all over, but like this guy's your big scorer in terms of goals.
1: By the way, um, I'm looking at daily face-offs. Anders Bjork is not here. (laughs) Right,
0: right. He
1: went from first line to the bench real quick.
2: He was literally invisible last
1: night. (laughs) Man, he's getting it over Nick Ritchie, though. Um, Let's talk about that hit. Boy, was that stupid. That was really dumb. Very dangerous. Probably should have been, in my opinion, a suspension. Or at least player safety should have looked at it. Um,
0: I Adam. Don't even suggest that. That's that's come on. You know they're not gonna do anything about it. All three of us know they're not gonna do anything about it. Why? Because they suck. The Department of Player Safety sucks.
1: By the way, um that hit not worthy of a game misconduct. Yesbery Kaki was
0: Wasn't a- it? Wait, was it not game misconduct?
1: Oh, it was just the five minutes. It wasn't... You didn't get a misconduct.
2: Oh, God. We've talked about it before. Like, I think it just that level of frustration was kind of boiling over. But in, like, in terms of, like, not the team approach, but the player approach, like, you know, we all love Big Nick Ritchie. We all have for for, for a while. No, but, no, just you. Just you. But that was a really, you know, that was a really stupid play. Um, This guy's been in the league a while. You know, it's a bit of an immaturity penalty to take.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, next, Philly Islanders, New York. They're winning this series, fellows. Yeah, Daniel. Right now, me and you are winning in this series. By the way, but as um, a reminder, everyone, uh, all of us said Tampa would win the Bruins series when it comes to this series. Um, Alex, you did go with Philly, so I'll ask you, what do you make of their performance so far in this series? Um, a bit of a collapse in game two. They managed to win overtime, though. Uh, though a loss again last night.
0: Uh, well, I think the issue here is that the guys who you expect to, to to step up their games just haven't been stepping up their games, and until that happens, it's going to be it's going to be very tricky for them. Um, and, and if if that happens, I think if the guys step up, I think it's going to be a much more competitive series than. Than we expected like I don't think th- If I don't think If the the Big boys step up that they dominate Like I think the Islanders are That good of a team Defensively That they can still stop them
1: mm-hmm. uh,
0: the Goaltending is not the issue I think it's plain and simple. Gold Hending's not the issue. If the guys if the big boys step up, it's a much more competitive series for the Flyers.
1: Hold on. I'm just gonna I have a really good view of Montreal from my city. And I'm looking, guys, and I can't see where Claude Giroux is. I well, think he's I think the
0: bubble's in Toronto.
1: So. I know, but like but still like you can see like past the city, the river, the forest, and some hills. Um uh, can we oh, please can you everyone see Toronto?
0: Can you oh, see Toronto from Montreal? I,
1: I can't, but, but what I'm saying here, guys... Can you
0: see me like, waving? No?
1: We need to, oh, you just saw that
2: run. Yeah, what okay.
1: we need to do here, guys, is we need to get some milk cartons. We need to put Claude Giroux's face on the side of it because he still has not scored. Um, Kevin Hayes has been really good, though, guys. What do you make of his play? Daniel, I'll ask you that. You
2: know, like, for how much he's being paid, you know, he should be performing. <laughs> for that contract, yeah. he was kind of given, you know, he at... Like, Drew or Hayes? Uh, Hayes. Like he didn't even hit fifty points this past season. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. Something about Claude Drew, Like these past few years, it's like there's no middle ground with him. It's like it's either he's like a trailblazer when the Flyers are winning, or just you know he's he's playing the minutes. It's just you don't really notice him too much on the ice. That he's a guy that can't really show that consistency like every time. I mean, this this playoffs is kind of a testament to it. Like we've talked about the Islanders and, you know, their defensive game. But, you know, if you're being paid and you, you're being known as like, I guess a quote unquote star, you should, you know, try to get around these systems. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Daniel, you know how you said he should be putting up 50 points? Yeah. If I told you that uh, Kevin Hayes, has put up fifty points once in seven years. Would you believe me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So hey, he's oh
1: he's God. probably been the Flyers MVP of the, or skater, yeah. Carter Hart.
0: He's yeah. a speedy power forward. Nine nine points in twelve games this year.
1: I mean, hey, you talk At playoff about, games. You know, Mark Bergevin famously they said there are the players that help you get to the playoffs and then help you win in the playoffs. And that contract is worth it if Kevin Hayes can help you win in the playoffs. Just the rest of the team—is it um, Justin
2: Williams? Williams.
1: Yeah. Well, now, yeah. yeah. Williams is yeah, exactly. Mister Game Seven, the Poise 99 rating in NHL. Um, I don't even think we need to talk about the Islanders because it's like, well, what do you? They're doing their game. They're doing their thing. Yeah.
2: There's... Matt
1: Martin and Leo Komarov mm-hmm. both scored last night, so that's always funny. Um, <laughs> but,
2: the thing is, I'm um, Alex, I would believe you with the Kevin Hayes of the under the 50 points thing because, like, I don't know, just have the player he's been. But the thing is, when we look at his contract, like, it shouldn't be like that. It should be at least, I'll say, 65 points a season.
0: I think that's fair to
1: say. Yeah, like 28 goal year once in the uh, the Rangers. I know. This mm.
2: Philly wanted that center.
1: Yeah, well, hey, there were worse centermen out there. He's better than like. Even when he's healthy, Brian Little is not worth the money he makes. No. Um, we'll go to the Western Conference. Is Blake
0: Wheeler a center? Or are we so he that's played a,
1: it that but out of experiment? necessity? Yeah.
0: Is that still is that little experiment still going on?
2: I don't understand that winger experiment. I know that like people will do out of necessity, but I remember it was like weird, like Bobby Ryan played center on the ducks because they didn't have a second line center. Well, they did, but I don't want to say the name because uh, Adam's going to get mad at me again. Yeah,
1: because it doesn't count. He doesn't... He's Koivu, no, it doesn't count.
2: Okay. Um,
1: That's like saying Bobby Orr is a Blackhawk.
2: Or um, when the Blackhawks tried to use Patrick Kane as a center. Oh. I remember, I, out of necessity, I remember there were rumors. This is a really random story, but I remember there were rumors that... Because he played it in university. So when they traded Luke Shen for... James Van Riemsdyk, they're like he could probably play center with Kessel. Luke Shen sounds exactly. Oh, right. he played the last two games and he's helping. Great. He's yes, he's helping. Yes. The lightning. Appar-
0: so apparently, this is these are the texts I've been receiving from Mike since Luke Shen has has started playing. He's re-emerged. He's, he's such a good player. And what did Adam, what did he say? I don't know something I, about him being a mobile defenseman. I'm like.
1: Mike. Okay, mobile, I don't know.
2: Mike, I don't know. Mike,
1: leave it alone. Did you guys see um in that win last night? I think it was actually in like the afternoon or something. Eddie Ultra gave Luke Shen the third star of the game, and he didn't give one to Vasilevsky. And he's like, Well, Luke Shen played about ten barely played ten minutes in this game before he was go. <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> what?
2: He's the human eraser. Remember, that was Pierre Maguire. Calling him that at 2008 draft.
1: An eraser?
2: The human eraser because he was supposed to be the next Adam Foot.
1: We'll just move on from that. Okay, Western Conference, Colorado. They weather another comeback from the Dallas Stars in the wicked third period. And they are on the board in this series. It's 2-1 Colorado. The good guys are winning. Excellent. Daniel.
2: Yeah, I don't know this Dallas has actually put up a fight more than I thought they would um but I don't know I still like I think it's just because they're such a fun team like you want the abs to go the distance. Um, I remember people were saying there're simulators between them and a young Blackhawks team I personally see more of a young Penguins team in like 2008 2009 you know we, we don't know how far their reach is, but I think that if they don't at least go for it this year, I think, you know, they're still going to have that same momentum next year. Mm -hmm. Dallas, um, you know, they get what they could. You know, they did what Calgary could not, and that is get the effort out of their star players. Yeah,
0: that's what... Yeah, that's what has Dallas winning. They're actually scoring. What Daniel, remember a few episodes ago, what was the one thing we said about Dallas that they didn't get during the
2: regular season? They're big big money guys goals. were not performing. Yeah. They weren't scoring. And
0: how they I've seen them score more five game goals this playoffs than I swear I've seen them score all year. And and I think the thing that Colorado needs to tie it up tonight is they need the secondary and tertiary scoring because what they had in the first couple of rounds is they had the Don score scoring, they had Chushkin scoring, uh, they had I'm uh, Burakovsky scoring, and I, and I don't think they're getting that scoring. And, and and you look at Dallas, where man, like, listen they're getting scoring from different guys, but they're getting more scoring than Colorado and McKinnon, Landeskog, and Rantanen can put up goals, but it doesn't seem like it's doing the job against Dallas right now. So once those second and third line guys step up and do the the score like they were in the first round and, and uh, in the, in the round Robin games, then we'll see what Colorado was before.
1: I have played 11 playoff games this year so far. I have 20 points in those 11 games. Who am I?
0: Nathan McKinnon.
1: Daddy Mac, baby. Oh, he's so good. He's so good. He's he's, he's so good, guys. He is good. I want him on my team.
2: Is he the best player in the world right now? Yeah. Right now he is. Who's currently playing hockey,
0: yes. Yes. Yeah,
1: okay. I don't I'm I'm looking out the window again. I don't see Connor anywhere. Okay. Connor. That's the,
0: that's the game you want to play.
1: Leon yep.
0: Literally by that's the end it? of the first round, it that's what took that's way it took to get him off the uh, off the top five scoring. What uh, the end of the first official oh, round yeah. of the playoffs. <laughs> yeah. He was still on the in the top five, him and Leon.
1: It'd be better. Wasn't oh, good. Yeah.
0: Enough. That's the that's the game you want to.
1: If play. If he had in. some personality, they would have won. You, didn't, you know. Uh,
2: okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you know it's Too much personality. We just we, just, we just have a bias okay.
2: because you know he Nathan McKinnon convinced us to buy Tim Hortons hockey cards with his charm. Actually, okay. it was Sidney Crosby. Sidney no, Crosby. Really? Okay.
1: I don't Crosby doesn't convince me of anything except he has no personality. Um, I didn't know this about McKinnon before because. Oh, my camera's looking weird. Okay. Or is that just me? I don't know. Um, a new filter. McKinnon, I don't have a filter on this, Mac. Um, he's actually – I didn't realize just how good he's been in the playoffs before. Of course, last year, 13 and 12 games. Um, previously, though, he had 10 points in seven games in 13, 14. 6 and 6 in 17, 18. Daddy Mac, um, lads. Pretty good. Because remember, it's only been in, like, the past three seasons that he's really broken out into, you know, arguably arguably the best player in the world. Mm-hmm. But, man, he's always been that big game performer. And all, he, all that team needed was to get rid of the curse that is Matthew Shane. Uh, our final series to talk about, though, it's, it's happening, guys. It's happening. The Canucks are losing. The curse worked. <laughs> Vancouver Trust. are losing. And, man... Oh. Mark andre Fleury is just not going to touch this net. A wicked shutout for Absolutely. good old Robin Leonard last night. And just like that, it is 2-1 in this series for the Vegas Golden Knights. They are decent at the game of hockey, I'd say. Pacioretty, Stone, decent mm. players. Robin Leonard, a good goalie. Doesn't have a sword in his back. Hope to see it.
2: Oh. The deepest forward team in the West is doing good. I think so. Vegas? Pretty solid wherever you look at them.
1: Oh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. In
2: the West. In the the West.
1: Yeah, same with the West. I don't know. Josh Archibald has something going for him at Edmonton, guys.
2: Stop it. Okay. Stop it.
1: That's fair. That's even though Ryan Reeves is not a threat in my opinion, but we can have that argument another day. I
0: never said he was a threat.
2: I'm just saying I just I love that fourth line. I don't know. It's like I'd pick that over the Islanders' fourth line. Matt Martin scored. Maybe I know. But you know, Ryan Reeves gives more than a goal.
1: He looks in mirrors and says, like, God, oh, I'm a bad man. I'm like, great. Score <laughs> goal. Carry. All I mean, William
2: Carey, you know, he's so underrated. For he's great, for in great in
1: fantasy. Great in fantasy because he gets all those hits. Oh, my God. I need to. Uh, I recorded a different spot today. Though, like, talking about the series itself, though, um, This feels like it could be so much worse if Markson wasn't here. And, I mean, I think it was Pedersen drew, was it? I think I saw Harmon Dial tweet. He drew three uh, penalties in the period last night. And last time I checked, it was 0 for 5 on the power play for the Canucks. I don't know if they got a one, But a team with that weapons. And it looks like JT Miller may be hurt. or Something is wrong with him. Um, It's not looking good for the Canucks. This may kind of be the series we thought that the blues were going to have with them. It's um, yeah. a valiant effort but they're not going to do anything here. I, I think
2: yeah, you know I mean like this is more of like the return of the Vancouver Canucks in a way that I think it's a lesson to be learned. I don't know. I think you know this is assumption still, you know they were still able to get one game in and but I don't I don't think I don't see them advancing. No, Call me uh, I- yeah, if I am wrong, but I don't the way Vegas has been playing and the way they've really built their team, like there's a good balance everywhere in terms of experience, skill, grit. Um like the good kind of grit, you know, they don't have like just a bunch of, you know, bruisers everywhere. I that's why I argued Ryan Reeves he could at skate. But I I don't know, I, I like this Vegas team.
0: I yeah. Uh, like I, I think they have uh, I like I said they have the the deepest forward core in the West. I mean the only team who's who has a better who had a more deep um, defense core I'd argue right now would have been St. Louis. Like,
1: I think that's fair. Yeah. Who yeah. else?
0: Who like? Okay, you can look at Vancouver, but uh, no. Like they have Quinn Hughes and. And Chris Tanev, and then yeah, before okay. he comes to the Leafs. No, <laughs> listen, I, I just want to point this out I have not brought up the Leafs unintent like out out of no context at all. This episode, Daniel's done it like three times.
2: I know I have because you guys called me a Ducks fan twice
0: because you are a Ducks fan, <laughs> not you today, are. not <laughs> today.
2: I am a Leafs fan today, guys. Oh, okay.
0: Um. <laughs> What was I saying, Daniel? I caught me off guard.
2: Um, I am sorry. You were talking about the deepest uh, defensive core. And then yeah, like saying what, what the Canucks is it, have.
0: I I just think they do. They have a they have a deeper decor than most, and they have Robin Leonard And worst case, they have Mark Andre Fleury. I don't like think I, he's
1: bragged brag
0: about anymore. No, I I don't. I think he is. Okay, he's not to be bragged about. But I, I do think that it is, um, it, it is a good backup plan.
1: I, uh, am I know, so. I know
0: you're going to pull up his numbers. I'm just saying he's not a,
1: okay,
0: a, good, a better backup plan than uh, most other teams. Like the
2: Boston Bruins right now. Then and the Boston Bruins right now.
0: Like in the West, would you have, rather have Flurry or Demco?
1: Flurry. Demko.
2: No, he's, he's just trying to piss yeah. up. Uh John,
1: <laughs> no, Flurry's old now. He's a and I don't want some piss head
0: who's in, eight... up, in the play. No, that's not what I'm that's not that's not the future. Don't that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying tomorrow, Mark Str... like Leonard gets injured. And would you rather have Flurry or would you rather have Demko?
1: I seriously would rather Demko.
2: I have okay. Flurry. Okay.
1: Would
0: you rather have Fleury or uh, Anton Hudobin?
1: Markovie Couldobin. Fleury. Really? Hudobin's been wicked.
0: Okay, would you rather have Fleury or would you rather have uh, Pavel Franzuz? Markovie Fleury. Assuming he's their backup. That's how we're if we're considering.
1: Oh, him. if he was the backup? Well, that's tough. Because he was good in the regular season of the playoffs. He's been naff. Okay, well, who's oh, there?
0: if Grubauer is injured, who's – Who's their backup? Michael Hutchinson? Did he even make it to their camp? I don't know who the, the H- Avalanche's backup is. So, Bebo. Bebo. Bebo or Hutchinson? One of the two. Would you rather have flurry or one of Tom those Bebo. two?
1: Oh, if we're going into third and fifth. Yes, I agree. Mark andre Fleury is at the level of the third or fourth goal. Oh, there. Okay. okay, there
0: we go. Great. <laughs> okay.
1: Yeah, so there, that's
0: why Vegas is – Gonna win. I, I think they're the team that comes out of the West.
1: I think, we we'll, we'll debate that if a certain Colorado team get through. Uh, Daniel, though. Vancouver, they suck. Not really. No, do.
2: just they're showing their age. They're showing that they still have a few rough spots to smooth out, and they'll be okay. I don't. I'm happy yeah, for them. Like I, they they're, they're they're a team on the rise. Like. They're not going to – actually, no. Like, in this aspect, they might be like the Blackhawks where they have these rising stars, but then they eventually have to realize they have to pay everybody.
1: Except um, that's coming after. sorry. That's that's coming um, before they actually win something. All right. I think that's going to be it, lads. Though I want to introduce an idea here. I talked a little bit about this with Alex. We do a nice little weekly segment here. Okay. I would like both of you to, on your computer, bring up catfriendly.com right now. Okay. Because there is a fun little tool, one of my favorite in the NHL. I love looking at this like when I'm bored or I'm waiting for a class to go. You're going to go to the tool section. I want you to click the button armchair GM. Okay. Let me know when you've done that. This is, this is going to be the best. This is going to be a new segment, those dear, dear listeners. Do you guys have armchair g up?:
2: Yeah, I already clicked one. Okay. Wait, so what do you what do, do? sir? You go so cap
1: friendly click on the one that says least rumored to have interest in nurse. The name.
0: Oh, that's not the one. I that's not even the one I saw. But I'll I click
1: that one. I want you guys to click least rumored coming home. Right. All right. So you have that up. Mm-hmm. So for those of you who are unaware, cap friendly, of course, the site where you can see all like the cap details of teams, player contracts, all this kind of stuff. They even mm-hmm. have some coach and GM info up. They have a section of of the site called Armchair GM where people can make their own sort of deals, you know, with contracts and all that kind of stuff. And it is notorious for just completely BS trades that don't make sense. Like, there's one here that's like, it's like, oh, hey there, Darno Nurse is going to be dealt from Edmonton to Toronto for a second in Andreas Johnson. Oh, yeah, I
2: have this one. That's just
1: outrageous, right? So here's what I'm thinking we do from now on. Every week, all three of us—sorry, like, each of us—try and find one ridiculous armchair GM trade, and we try and bring it forth. Now, there are occasionally parody ones. We're going to leave those ones alone, but that's that's what I kind of want to look at. I can't wait to see Josh Manson's for like Johnsons and seconds. Like, I want to look at this. It doesn't have to be Leaf-related. Like, I just I love this stuff. I love it. Can so I,
0: can I much. share? Can I share the one I found now? Sure. Okay. So this is how I know it's serious. Uh, don't hate too much now. Dot, dot, dot. I hope the trade values are fair. Uh, and it's titled new goalie. Uh, Petro comes home. Uh, Alex Petrangelo. These are the trades to the LA Kings, Martin Marincin for a seventh round pick to the Boston Bruins, Justin Hall for a third round pick. Uh, to Anaheim, Janssen and Engvall for Nicholas Delorier, Andrew Agazino, and the 2020 first round pick that was Boston's. Uh, to San Jose, Kerfoot for Marcus Sorensen and a 2021 third round pick. Apparently, we're going to flip Nick Delorier to Montreal for a fourth round pick. And this is the big one. To Calgary, Frederick Anderson, the RFA rights to Evan Rodriguez and Frederick Gauthier for. 2021st and a 2021 second round pick. And mm-hmm. with all that cap space, here's what you're going to do. You have two RFAs, Ilya Mikhaev, Travis Dermott, both getting three years, one and a half million dollars. I can already tell you right now, the Ilya Mikhaev deal, that's not even close. Um, then UFAs, Alex Petrangelo, four years, $8 million. no, Braden Holtby, three years, four point eight million dollars. Absolutely not. Joe Thornton, one year, nine hundred thousand. That seems reasonable, I guess. Mm-hmm. Eric Gustafson, two years, one point three five million. Are you drunk?
1: See, these are these are great. And just like that, like you can also when this happens, you can make lineup decisions, all that. It even shows the graphics. So as a result, those are the kind of deals the least make. And then all of a sudden they would come out with three first rounders at that situation. So they're ridiculous. They're spontaneous. I love them Um, and they are just, the best part is there's also a comment section where you can make like a a cat friendly account. You can do your own trades. Maybe if you're listening to this, right? How about this? You do that, you do your armchair GM stuff and you send it to us on our Twitters, our Instagrams they are all in the link below. Um, and we can look at it. We can make a thing out of this. I think it would be really fun, guys. Oh
2: my god! All right. So this Let's has become before or after the bingo.
0: It's gonna come somewhere. Okay. Once what Adam. It's What's on the Adam list. Adam gets. We get, can
1: we can start doing this next week. I say we do it. I say we do it once a week. And I don't think it matters. Sunday
0: episodes. That's, okay, that's that's just confirm it.
2: Sunday episodes. we yeah. will be our fun segment. Uh, yeah.
1: yeah. And how about this? On Wednesdays, we bring back Breath of the Week, and we just make okay. it of the week and not five week.
2: Okay. Okay. That's fair. Okay.
0: Um, before we end the episode, Daniel, wraps in what?
1: Apps
2: in six. I think like it's gonna go back to back, but then the app is reach their stride, and then they close out in six. Adam wraps in what?
1: Uh, I'm gonna say Boston in seven.
2: Okay, so maybe that guy. Okay, that, I don't know
1: about basketball.
2: <laughs> I think it's just Raptors well,
0: uh Kyle, I, I'm assuming Daniel. You know Kyle, Ra- Kyle Lowry is available, so he that's is available. A, a huge.
2: The boy is back. Oh, Bigger than Stamco's coming back.
1: I didn't even know the Lowry would hurt.
0: <laughs> yeah, he got injured. He hurt his thumb. Was it his thumb?
1: The
2: thumb or wasn't his Angle, ankle? His ankle, ankle yeah, ankle, yeah. Ankle. His sprain. I don't it's know why ankle. I thought
1: thumb. All right, guys. Well, that's it. That is it. Are you listening? Send us your armchair GM trades. We would love to see it. Look at my pantry. Wow. All nice. right. Um, check out the show's Instagram page for a visual experience of the podcast. Like a, Look like like at my right pantry. Now.
2: It's like a vlog.
1: Yeah. Sup, bros. <laughs> Smash the like button In fact when you're watching the podcast on YouTube Subscribe, smash the like button Leave a comment, why not um, What else, voice ad A wicked platform for the show as always um, check We start school uh, soon Yeah we do, sweet um, What else, um, check out the shows Yeah I said YouTube, check out my YouTube channel I think that's everything right
0: I think so All right. We love you guys
1: Jubees. Now your you. Kinect fan.
0: Okay. See you.